Welcome to the Edge Podcast by MGR with your host, David Gill. Hey guys, David Gill here with the Edge Daily Podcast. We upload every day, Monday through Friday, so be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast network. All right, so today we are going to be talking about how to use Snapchat for marketing. Um, A lot of people think that you can't really use Snapchat that effectively for marketing, and they are gravely mistaken. There are a lot of methods, a lot of ways that you can, and it's actually very underpriced right now. So it's a very good opportunity as of now, 2018, and probably through 2019, that Snapchat will be a great opportunity to market your business, company, you know, whatever you are doing, whether you're a small startup or a large corporation, Snapchat has a lot of value to bring to you. So let's get into some tactics. You ain't got no money, I ain't got no time. All these faces looking funny when I'm driving by. So this uh, is for both business to business and consumer. Um, I'm going to be kind of saying business to business versus consumer as far as different tactics because they're a little different. There's little nuances to separate them. But for this tactic, this applies for both. And that is behind the scenes of your company. So if you're a large company, you want to show off any events or you know workplace shenanigans, especially if you're a consumer-facing brand. That's going on in your office because, you know, it builds a personal connection for your company. It gives a face behind the logo and people really connect with that type of stuff. And it does really, really well as far as viewership goes. People like to see things like that. And for smaller businesses and startups, do behind the scenes in a little different way. You can do the shenanigans and, you know, events and stuff too. It doesn't have to be shenanigans. It can just be people, you know, working, whatever, uh, having fun throughout the day. Uh, but if you're a smaller business startup, you can take advantage of the fact that you're not a huge company yet, and you can kind of show the process and your progress of building your company, both good and bad. You know, tell a story a little bit to show the good days and show a little bit of bad days. Say, oh man, we're having trouble doing this, but you know, we're trying to get through it. You know, obviously. You have to, it's kind of as you go, Uh, don't lie, don't make things up, just do what's natural, tell the truth and just good and bad, kind of tell the story while also having a little bit of fun on Snapchat. Snapchat is very personal and it allows you to have a lot of fun versus other social media, which sometimes can be like a little more, people try to stay within brand, like how do I say it? Brand standards, I guess you could say. And with Snapchat, you can be a little more loose. And that is actually an advantage for connecting with your clients or customers. Now, for B2B, especially, uh, the second tip is give value in the area of your expertise. So for example, us, MGR, uh, we're a marketing agency, and we make a lot of content that is giving out free marketing advice, such as like, this podcast. And, you know, we give out marketing advice because marketing is what we know best. It's what we do, right? So that's why we give advice on marketing. But we don't go out giving advice on how to landscape your home or give legal advice, right? We're not landscapers. We're not lawyers. So whatever area of expertise you're in, if you are a B2B company, right? I, I have no idea, you know, if you're a lawyer, right? Give people uh, legal tips or something that could help them with like everyday stuff, right? If you're a 
corporate lawyer maybe help them understand some tax laws a little better or explain new legislation that comes out. And I'm just using lawyer because that's like a very common thing. But whatever your business expertise is that you're trying to help other businesses with, be sure to capitalize them and give them free advice. And one thing I have to touch on is that a lot of people think that giving advice on things you sell is going to hurt you because then whoever your you know your client or customer base is not going to need you once they have that advice. That is completely wrong. It only builds brand equity and reputation. It doesn't take from away from you at all. If you give sound advice and tactics, then people will think that you or your company are experts on whatever you sell and they will go to you when they really need help. We give all of our marketing advice in like you know, general broad strategy away for free, like these tactics that I'm telling you now. But the difficult part is taking that knowledge and actually executing on it. That's the difficult part because you have to create a brand specific strategy for a specific client. That's why people pay us because the execution is what matters, not the theory, not the idea. So you can give out a lot of general law advice if you're a lawyer, right? Give out generic advice. Like I said, if there's a new law, say how it might affect them. But trust me, just because people know a little bit more about the law does not mean that when they're actually in court, they're not going to want a lawyer by their side to get them out of trouble. That's not how it works, right? You, Your doctor might be giving you advice on on whatever and say, oh, well, if you want to learn a little more, go online and read these couple things. But when you need sound advice and your life is on the line or someone you know's life is on the line, you're going to go to a doctor. You're not just going to say, oh, well, he gave me advice, so I'm just going to take it from here. So yes, it's okay to give out your expertise because especially now in the information age that we live in, information is a commodity. There's nothing that you know that is going to be completely different from what everyone else has already that they can't find out online. So by giving out that information, it just builds your brand and makes you seem like the ultimate expert, the person who knows everything about whatever you sell. So Let's get into the next topic, influencer marketing, and this applies for both consumer and business-to-business, -business, especially more consumers. This one's a little more consumer-centric. Um, Snapchat influencers are the most underpriced advertising assets in the world right now, one of the at least, one of the most. You can find people with strong followings, and you only have to pay $0.50 cent to $1 CPMs, cost per mail, like basically you're paying $0.50 cents to a dollar per thousand people that see your stuff. Compared to places like Facebook or Instagram, which already have fantastic um, CPMs, it's still 10 to $15 on those platforms. And if you were to do a commercial, I mean, you're easily paying 50 to $100 CPMs. So you can see, I mean, it's, it's literally a hundred times cheaper than doing a commercial and you're reaching the same amount of people. And in this case, you're actually reaching people that can be more easily influenced because the people, they're actually specifically following them and they tr have a trust. They have a personal connection with whoever they're following. And as I said before, Snapchat's a little more personal, right? It's kind of, you know, when you have Snapchat stories, it's very in the moment. It's not quite live, but it's pretty much live. So it has a little bit more of a personal connection. There's no editing on Snapchat, at least as far as like chopping of videos and such. And so 
influencer marketing has very high conversion rates on Snapchat. And you can also use it for not your typical large influencer, but people who have between like 1,000 and 10,000 followers on Snapchat. These are the equivalent to the local, you know, popular person. They're not a celebrity by any means, but they have massive influence on others who they have basically who are following them uh they aren't like like i said they're not a celebrity or personal brand so they're not going to ask for some ridiculous amount of money to promote your business in fact they might not even be asking at all so you just have to find some certain people who you think have a lot who you know have a large following and have somewhat influence on people who they follow and then just say hey we'll give you this for free or hey we'll give you a little bit of money to promote us like twice a week or something and just talk about our company and give them creative freedom just say you know obviously don't slander us but you know do whatever you want that you think would work for whoever follows you do what's natural don't give them some script to read either and the final method on our list today is using geo filters so this works pretty equally well for consumer and b2b but the reason i'm talking a little more about b2b is because the consumer part's a little more obvious for people but you know, I have a lot of people always saying to us that you can't use Snapchat very well for B2B. Well, here's another specific example of how you can do it. So the tactic that we use most often for B2B on Snapchat is when there are conferences or events that relate to your business or industry, uh, whether you're there or not, you can put an ad over that specific geographic area where it's taking place. And most people, when they're at these conferences, pull out their phones and post pictures and videos on their Snapchats all day long. It actually gets a little bit annoying if I'm being honest with you. Anyways, and you can put a custom design filter, right? that they will see if it you know and if it's well designed they will actually use and post with it and then all of their followers will see it and so if you're at the event then you can put something like you know come visit booth 17 and you know have your logo on it and you can say like come visit booth 17 to get a free whatever you know obviously i don't it depends on what your business industry is or to get a demo of this right those are easy examples if you are at the conference and if you're not at the conference a lot of people you know a lot we have we work with a lot of companies that they say yeah we go to these conferences because you almost have to because if you're not then if you're not there then people think that you're not a serious player well you can actually use a Snapchat filter because, I mean, going to these conferences is expensive a lot of times. You know, if you have to fly across the country and buy tickets and buy hotel rooms for, you know, you and a few of your uh, team members, it gets expensive. I mean, you can spend thousands of dollars. And not to mention, if you have a booth, you have to spend a ton of money on the booth. It, it you know, the tally ends up. But for a few hundred bucks, you can put a geo filter all weekend or all day however long it is for this conference and everyone will see it and you can save a lot of money and as far as what you put on there instead of saying come visit us at this booth you can put a branding filter that says something like the future of blank whatever your industry the future of uh, marketing conference 2018 with your fat logo right over it showing that you're like supporting the event and people see it and yet you only spent a couple hundred bucks instead of the thousands that it would normally cost you to fly to New York from the West Coast to go to this conference. So these are ways that you can use Snapchat effectively 
to one save you money right because you're getting like I said before as far as the influencer market you're getting very low CPMs compared to a commercial or even other platforms right like Facebook and Instagram right now I'm not saying that those are bad I'm just saying that snapchat uh, is very underpriced right now and you can save money by not going to conferences but still having your brand and presence there so in summary snapchat is very underutilized especially for non-consumer brand for b2b which means there's a opportunity to stake your claim while things remain underpriced and for consumer brands you definitely need to be advertising on snapchat because there is no other place that you can build more of a personal brand connection with your customers and audience than snapchat it's time for the news all right it's time for everyone's favorite part of the show let's get into the news so our one big uh news highlight for today is there is a tech startup named voice labs that has come with one of the most advanced voice apps for smart smart voice or, or in smart home devices like amazon's alexa and google home we've talked a lot about voice before and if you want you can scroll back on whatever podcast app you're listening to this on uh to about two weeks ago to an episode called voice is the future to hear a good explanation why we believe that voice is just that the future um but in that we said you know it's we're kind of waiting for the one killer app or the few killer apps that really will boost voice and boost boost the usership because a lot of people have these devices but don't use them that much because they don't really know what to do with them it's like apple in the app store or even android in the app store in the beginning there weren't a lot of apps you didn't really know what to use but then all of a sudden there were a few really good ones and boom those apps got millions upon millions of users so anyways this startup created a voice app it's an artificial intelligence ai app that i guess you could kind of call it that that improves the voice commerce experience like e-commerce but voice commerce it improves it tremendously it's called alpine a-l-p-i-n-e like uh like the tree or no the mountain sorry not pine trees alpine like a mountain uh and you can you can go to alpine.ai to see their site but essentially uh, you feed it a product catalog and it will read and scan all of your product features and details and save them in its database by the way this is not like a paid advertisement or anything i've never met this company before but uh you know just giving them a shout out because it's a cool app uh, and then a, when a customer wants to know more about your product you say you are like say you're selling a, a wireless speaker and a customer asks asks alexa how long does the battery last it will and come back with the correct answer so this allows customers to make purchasing decisions without having to use a screen like they do now because you can make purchases but unless it's something you already know about like hey alexa i'm out of water can you you know buy more water obviously you know what water is you don't need the the specs on water but if you're trying to buy decide between products this will allow you to without having to pull out your phone or go to a computer and you know read the differences between them you can ask it to read reviews you can ask it to read features it's just a really cool development and it's just one of the many new and future developments that will catapult the success of voice and as always, if you do need help with any of this stuff, mgragency.com. That's what we do. Anyways, guys, that's it for today. I will see you tomorrow.
Hey guys, David here. I just wanted to personally thank you for listening to this podcast today. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, it would mean the world to me. It would mean the world to us if you could leave us a positive review on iTunes or wherever you consume your podcasts. It just means a lot to us. We're new. We're just getting started. So if you could help us out, that would be great. And also, we have been putting up some fire content on Instagram and on YouTube. So if you are not already following us or subscribed on Instagram and YouTube, then go to the show notes, click those links, and follow us there. We are posting content daily, so be sure to check it out. Anyways, guys, thank you for listening, and I will see you next time.